I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We have got the Harold Matthews and the SG Ball Grand Finals on tomorrow. It's going to be two cracking games. Cannot wait for these two. Unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to get out there myself. I've got a little bit going on uh, tomorrow, so I won't be able to get out there like I would have liked. Sort of the story of the Harold Matts and SG Ball season for me, um, turning 30 in a couple of weeks and uh, off the back of COVID, a lot of my mates uh, and family and stuff got married over the last feels like 10 weeks so I was actually away for as you guys know if you listen to the podcast been away a lot so I didn't get to see anywhere near enough of Harold Matson SG Ball which was very disappointing I know that I did a preview uh, for the first podcast and for the first round and the response to that uh, was unreal and I think people could tell how closely I normally pay to these competitions uh, unfortunately as soon as I stopped recording that I put it out there I looked at my calendar and just went fuck I'm not going to see a game of footy for a couple of weeks so I've tried to watch every game that I can on the New South Wales Rugby League website I've tried to just keep track uh, of this competition talking to guys from different teams and different managers and everything just get an insight to how this competition has gone so I've done my very best thankfully the teams that are in the ground and final. Uh, I've got a few connections to both of them, so I can give you a little preview and my guys uh, to keep an eye on. So the first game, the Harold Matthews at 12.45 at Combank Stadium tomorrow. Got the Cronulla Sharks taking on the Magpies. Now, Shock me, the two best defensive teams in the competition going at it. Uh, the Magpies, they're still undefeated. Uh, they've only had one draw the entire season. Outside of that, they've been undefeated. Unfortunately, I never actually got to watch the Magpies, never got around to it, never had time to watch them. Um, and if you don't see these games live, they're impossible uh, to get your paws on a replay after. So from what I've been told, though, this Magpies team, they are the real deal. They've obviously gone undefeated despite having one draw. I will say this, they went to extra time last week, and I got to watch bits and pieces of that game uh, with the Canberra Raiders. Raiders a decent side, but I thought the Magpies uh, w- would give it to them. And I've heard some very good judges 
sort of say the Magpies were lucky to win that one last week. It's going to take a lot out of the tank going all the way to extra time. So uh, very interesting. I will say this, though, the Sharks game, which I watched, and I've watched quite a bit of them this year, uh, their game, as much as it didn't go to extra time, it was relentless for them. They obviously had two guys sin bin last week, including Chevy Stewart, who's one guy uh, that I want you to keep an eye on tomorrow. So the Sharks, boys, they had to do a lot of work, and it took a lot out of them to win that game against a red-hot Roosters side who um, I actually thought would win that game, to be honest with you, between you know your Cooper Toys, your Fittlers, uh, your Zafatis, these sort of guys. I, I thought they were going to win that game well and truly, and I'm sure it'll be one that the Roosters are very disappointed uh, that they let go. But credit to the Sharks. For them to win that game, I thought it was unbelievable. I just kept waiting for the moment when they were going to lose it because the Roosters were just coming home so strong. Uh, when the fullback did get Sinbin, I thought, fuck, they're in some serious curry here. But... They just managed to hold on. Very, very impressive. So the Sharks, they're coming off a tough win last week, as are the Magpies. Uh, it's going to be a very, very tough game, this one. So cannot wait for it. Look, as I said, I haven't got to watch the Magpies at all this year, so I won't pretend... Like I know the guys to watch in this game, I've heard that one of their centers is incredibly good. Uh, but outside of that, I really don't know enough about this Magpie side outside of their draw. But for the Sharks, who I assume will be the underdogs in this game, but do not rule them out. The fullback, Chevy Stewart, uh, definitely one to watch. I think he's going to be a real star, and I think he could be a guy that you see playing first grade in the next three to four years. Very, very impressive. Um, very smart, too. If you watch him off the ball and you watch his work at fullback, uh, he's well beyond his years. And I know that he's a guy that a lot of clubs are very, very keen on from talking to his manager a few weeks ago. A lot of clubs after him. So one to keep an eye on. Uh, Alex Challoner, the lock forward. I really like him. Uh, looks like he handles himself well. Tough little bastard. I do like him. Uh, Sadotti, I apologies if that's not how I pronounce it, brother, out on the edge. I like him as a back rower too. Uh, so the Sharkies, a couple of guys to keep an eye on. Just a bit of a personal story. And I, I, I'll be honest with you, it's as, as much as he, he's a guy that I'm good mates with, and stuff, and I've coached him for the last few years, really is an inspirational story. Uh, R- Richie Whalebone, he's playing left centre for them. I was coaching him three... Oh, I'm, well, I was still coaching him last year, but three years ago, I was coaching him running around in a bronze comp, so a third division comp, and you know, he, he was the best player in our team, uh, and he was arguably the best player in, in that comp, but there was a couple of other really talented players too, and uh, you know, there, there was rep teams that were picked, and because he was in a bronze comp, he wasn't getting picked in those rep teams. He probably should have been, but he was getting overlooked. Uh, they even came down to our side and had to pick someone from our team and picked one of the other boys who uh, t- has turned out to be a really gun player now. He's doing very well for himself, but uh, the whole time, I thought Richie was really hard done by, and you know, you, you see a lot of guys, and a lot of guys I've coached in the past that when they don't get picked in rep teams, uh, they drop their bottom lit, they get upset, they throw in the towel. Uh, Richie, he, he just went away and worked his ass off even harder. So he's gone from being... A pretty, a pretty damn good fullback in a bronze division, which was a pretty low division, to be perfectly honest with you. One of the best players in that comp. I wouldn't say he was the standout best by a mile, though. That was in a bronze division. And if you understand under 14s, 15s, 16s rugby league, the difference between gold standard and bronze standard is huge. Uh, I've never seen a kid work so hard and... 
I, I, know, I know Richie will hear this, and I've got all the respect in the world for him. He's gone from being a third-division bronze fullback uh, to I remember driving him to his Harold Matz trial at a different club last year. He was young. I thought he was very, very impressive. He'd gone from playing bronze and silver local competitions to trialing for Harold Matz. And personally, I kind of thought he did enough last year to make the Harold Matz side in the other team that he trialed for. He didn't make it. Another disappointment despite playing well. Another time where he, he's, he's been let down, uh, overlooked, didn't get upset, didn't get shitty, just went, fuck it, I'm going to go away and work harder. And that's what he did. He ended up going and trialing for a few Harold Matt sides this year. Um, and the only one that picked him up was the Cronulla Sharks. And the Sharkies, they're now in a grand final. He didn't play in the first few weeks. The Sharks look like a red-hot side, which they are. They went about the first five weeks without losing a game. Richie was in the squad. They then lost one or two games. And all of a sudden, he's in this team. And... Uh, you know, he's, play, he's been playing left centre for the last few weeks. Last week, as I said, um, the Sharks fullback, he got Sinbin in this game. So they sort of play without a fullback except on fourth and fifth tackle. And, you know, the coach decided that the guy on fourth and fifth tackle to go back and retrieve the ball was Richie. So crazy to think in two years he's gone from a bronze fullback to being the Sharks fullback in the last 10 minutes of a prelim final to get into a Harold Matthews grand final against a stacked uh, Sydney Roosters team. Just unreal. So congratulations to Richie and a really good example uh, for our, for our other young guys that maybe you've got overlooked for rep teams or you're not getting uh, the accolades that you think you deserve. Just put your head down and work fucking harder and then it comes your way. So congratulations to Richie. Wish him all the best. Obviously a personal mate of mine, a kid that I really do believe in and I'm so happy to see him there. Uh, a really sort of proud moment for me uh, as a footy coach. And, you know, as I said, I've never seen a guy that works so hard at his game. It, it, he hasn't been giving, he hasn't been given, you know, an unbelievable set of natural um natural ability and natural skill sets like uh, like Chevy Stewart, for example, but he's just worked his dick off and he's worked his, he's, he's worked himself on his defense constantly and that's what really stands out for me to, at the moment. So yeah, really, really looking forward uh, to this game. Chevy, Richie, Whalebone, uh, Alex Chaloner and Sadotti on the edges. Some guys to watch there. Uh, I'm actually going to back the Sharkies in on this one. The Magpies went to extra time last week. Um, you know, obviously had the stink at the end, so they might might be missing a few players. I'm not sure where that's ended up. But I think that'll take a lot of uh, gas out of them. And I think the Sharks, coming off that win against the Roosters, if they can beat that Roosters side when they've got 12 players on the field for a third of the game, um, I think they can do anything. And I think they're going to take a lot of confidence out of this one. I will take the Sharks in this one. And I'll take Chevy Stewart to be man of the match. Moving to the SG ball, which will be 2.30 at Combank Stadium. We've got the Sydney Roosters taking on the Penrith Panthers. Now, these two teams, I've seen a bit more of... Of both of them. Uh, the Roosters side in particular, I've watched a lot of these guys over the last two years. A lot of these guys are young, and this is the Roosters next year. Uh, they're going to be a serious fucking problem because they've got a heap of guys that played Harold Matts last year. My brother played Matts with them last year, so I watched a lot of their games. Uh, the vast majority of their games, whether it be there or watching online. This year, there was about five or six of them uh, that went up into this team, and fuck, they've done incredibly well. My brother's not in this side. Uh, he he'll be back in it next year, but this Roosters team, they're going to be a serious problem next year and they're going to be a serious problem uh, tomorrow. So the Roosters, I have seen more of them. There's no doubt about that. So I'll talk about them first. The two wingers, they are electric. You need to keep an eye on them. Uh, the left center, Robert Toya. He trained with first grade in the preseason. He looks like a very, very talented young footballer. I know the Roosters are very excited about him. 
It's the Rooster Spine that I want you to watch, though. Uh, the fullback, Ben Duffersey, he came into their Harold Matt side last year. I believe he's from the Central Coast. Uh, he played 5-8 for them last year, and I thought he really carried that Roosters team last year. Um, I think the other guys in the spine sort of struggled a little bit during parts of last season. Um, you know, very talented halfback in Cassius T, a very talented fullback in Dane Towns. But I just thought Duffersey, he was the glue that held them together last year, and he's kicked on this year. He's now playing fullback. He's goal-kicking. Um, this guy's a real smoky for man of the match here. And the scariest thing is that he's young. Uh, Ethan Strange, the 5'8", uh, he's had a very good season. I thought he was man of the match in their prelim final the other day. He was just electric against Canterbury. Made him look silly. Beat him in a number of ways. So keep an eye on Ethan Strange. He's got really good form at the moment. Cassius Tia, uh, he's come over from New Zealand a couple of years ago. Very, very talented. I'll be honest with you, when I watched him last year, I thought he was a bit of a selfish halfback. Uh, but I think he's one of those guys that that he's always dominated as a young guy, came over here and just wanted to run, run, run. From the little bits I've seen of him this year, it looks like he has improved. He looks like he's more of a team player now. So well done to Cassius. Uh, hopefully he can put in a good performance in this game. He'll be another one that'll be right up there for man of the match honours. Uh, Moriarty, the hooker. Uh, he's a guy that I didn't really know too much about. From the few games I've watched him play this year, I think he's been very impressive as well. Uh, my, my, my two forwards to watch, uh, Abdow, he plays on the right edge from memory for the Roosters. He's young as well, so he'll be in this team last year. And watch off the bench. I think he's number 16, uh, Fochetti. Uh, he is one of the best hitters I have ever seen uh, for this age group. He is incredible. Also young, so he will be back next year. As I said, this team is going to be a serious worry next year. They're going to have their fullback. They're going to have their halfback. They're going to have their best back rower. And they're going to have their best front row forward coming off the bench as well. So they're going to be a serious, serious problem. And there might be other guys that are young in this team too. I'm not exactly sure. But I'll tell you what, the kid to watch in this game, there's there's three key guys that I really want you to watch closely. And two of them play for, for Penrith. One of them plays for the Roosters, the lock forward, Josh Wong. Um, now, I've heard in a few interviews, Connor Watson, I heard him mention him a few weeks ago. The Roosters hold this kid in very high regard. And you watch him play 13. I don't know if he is a lock. I honestly think... And I think you'll agree with me when you see him. You could put this guy in any jersey uh, on the field tomorrow, and I think there's the potential for him to get man of the match in it. He's one of the best footballers uh, under the age of 19, Josh Wong. Keep an eye on him. Very big body, very quick. He can ball play. He can just do it all. I, I'd be willing to bet we see him in first grade uh, within two years. Honestly, if something happens at the end of this season that he gets a run, I really wouldn't be shocked. He is extremely talented, Josh Wong. I think he's got a big future ahead of him. I know the New South Wales Blues have identified him in their pathways. Keep an eye on him. I think he's the skipper of this side. Uh, it's his last game of juniors before he will go into um, the higher grades and everything. And I know the Roosters hold him in very high regard. And coming up against the Penrith side, they're always very hard to beat Penrith in the junior grades. Uh, big moment for Josh Wong. So keep an eye on him. He is an absolute freak. And I, I, I know people joke about it on social media, but he genuinely could be anything this Josh Wong. He's something special. He's my main guy to watch in this Sydney Roosters, but there's a long list of other guys that I've been very impressed with. Josh Wong, he'd be number one. My next one uh, would be the fullback. As I said, Duffersy, really, really like him. Watch Abdow, watch Fakedi coming off the bench and Ethan Strange coming in with a heap of good form and this left centre, Robert Toyer. Uh, when I have a look at this Panther side, there's two names that stand out for me and two names that you're going to hear a lot of over the next few years. The first one, Isaiah Katoa. Uh, we've spoken about him on our page. He has recently signed with the Dolphins. Um, I can tell you that Wayne Bennett sat down to have a Zoom meeting with this guy a couple of months ago. Uh, 
you know, sat at a computer for 20 minutes with this 18-year-old and essentially got off and sort of said to Peter O'Sullivan, fuck, if, if you think he's a half-decent player, go and get him. So he's got the sort, sort of personality that Wayne Bennett uh, is, is looking to build a club around in the future. He's their only real established ball player the Dolphins have signed so far, and I do think that this kid is going to be something very, very special. And I think it's part of the reason why the Dolphins wouldn't be too stressed. He's very young. We've seen a lot of careers go go wrong at this age that are super talented. But I don't know. This kid, he's just got something else and he's got the right demeanor. He carries himself well. I haven't met him. I've spoken to him briefly on Instagram. But from talking to his manager and obviously the impression that he left on Wayne Bennett and Peter O'Sullivan, uh, it says a lot about the kid. So he's the halfback for them. Isaiah Katoa, the younger brother of Sione Katoa, former Canterbury Bulldogs hooker there. So keep an eye on Katoa. He is an electric player. And if the Penrith Panthers win this game, uh, his fingerprints will be all over it. It's been like a Royal Rumble to sign this guy. The Dolphins have come out on top. The other one that I want to mention, uh, the hooker, Riley Smith. Uh, I met him a couple of months ago. Uh, we were both at a mutual party. Uh, he had a good time that night and sort of did a number on himself. But just from talking to him before that. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Uh, just a very down-to-earth kid. He's very confident in himself, which you need to be. I, I think he's like the first bloke in 40 years or something uh, to make the Aussie under-18s for league and cricket in the same year, which is incredible. Uh, he has chosen rugby league, thank God. Uh, a lot of cricket people that I've spoken to as well have said how devastated they are that he hasn't chosen cricket. But Riley Smith, uh, he's a hooker. I, I think he could be a future guy at this club. Obviously, Abby Curacao, he's leaving uh, at the end of the season, so there's going to be a spot there. Mitch Kenny's been coming through the grades. Uh, he's played a lot of first grade. He'll be ready to step into that role. You saw um, Sonny Luke on the weekend as well make his debut. Very talented. But I'll tell you what, in two or three years, I think Riley Smith uh, will be the guy, and I think this is what Penrith Panthers and Ivan Cleary will be looking at. I'm sure they'll be well and truly aware of the sort of talent that Riley has. And I do think uh, that he will be a, a hooker in first grade pretty soon. He'll come off the bench uh, for quite some time, do his apprenticeship, earn his stripes. But I think he'll be a very talented starting nine soon. So Riley Smith and Isaiah Katar from the Penrith Panthers. I'd love to name you more, guys, but I'm not going to sit here and talk shit. I haven't seen enough of the Penrith Panthers to name as many as I have from the Roosters, obviously, because my brother's been in that system uh, for a couple of years. So, uh, gun to head this one. I really want to say the Roosters, just because I've seen so many of these kids and I've been so impressed with them over the last two years and where they've come from and where they are now and how good the young guys are. Uh, but for me, Penrith, Isaiah Katoa, I just I, I hold this kid in such high regard. I haven't seen enough of this Panther side, as I said, but history tells me that there's going to be some other very, very good players in this Panther system. Uh, they've been successful for a very long time. I'm not sure 
how many big games these Roosters have played in. They obviously didn't make it uh, to the grand final last year. They sort of shit, shit the bed in the Harold Mats towards the back end of the season. I can't remember how they went in SG Ball last year, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, but yeah, I think this Panther side, they're going to be hard to beat. I think this one will be a really, really close one. Uh, I will be cheering on the Chooks because I've watched a lot of these guys come through, but I've got a feeling uh, we might see the Penrith Panthers get up here. So I have got... The Cronulla Sharks beating the Magpies. I'm going to tip them for an upset win there in the Harold Matthews. And then the SG ball, I'm going to take the Panthers by a little bit. Uh, but I'm sort of just putting faith in the Panthers system because I'll tell you what, this Roosters team is very bloody good. But as I said, history tells me uh, that the Panthers are going to have more than the two really good guys that I know of. It will be a cracking game. I think whoever wins that, there'll be less than four points in it, to be honest with you. So Combag Stadium tomorrow, Harold Matz, 12.45 and then 2.30 for the SG ball. Apologies to the Magpies. I just simply haven't seen enough of you guys play. Your record looks incredible, though. Uh, I've had a look at score sheets, and I've I've got a few guys here that have scored tries, but um, I won't pretend like I can analyze you guys based on your try-scoring feats and your scoreboards and all that sort of shit. That'd be crappy. So apologies to the Magpies. Haven't seen enough of you to make a fair judgment. I've seen enough of the Sharks to say that I know they're going to be a good side, and I think they'll love being the underdogs. That'll be a cracker. And apologies to the Panthers. Haven't seen enough of them. Just this Isaiah Katoa and, of course, Riley Smith, who I hold in very high regard. Haven't seen enough of the rest of the team, though. So as you guys know, I'll never pretend uh, to know stuff that I don't realistically. I wouldn't want to lie and pretend like I've watched these guys and stuff. It's been a very busy few months for me. So looking forward to watching the Harold Mats and the SG Ball tomorrow in the bits and pieces that I can. And good luck to all these guys. I would say the vast majority of these guys, this is the biggest game of their careers so far. There will be so many managers and so many coaches and so many prominent people in rugby league out there at Combank Stadium. So best of luck to these 65-odd guys that are running out in the biggest game of their career so far. Don't leave anything out there. Give it everything you've got and the best of luck, boys. Also, a big shout-out to the girls playing in the Tasha Gale Cup. As I said, I'll never pretend like I know things that I actually don't. I haven't been able to watch hardly any of this competition this year. So, uh, best of luck to the two sides there. Uh, but, yeah, as I said, same as with the Magpie side, I haven't been able to watch. So, there's not much point me giving you a preview of something I've got no idea about. I believe it's Newcastle and the Roosters side. Uh, and, look, next to the Roosters side, it says Indigenous Academy. And, look, I don't even know what, what exactly that that rooster side is to be perfectly honest with you because I haven't watched any of it so as I said never pretend uh, to know stuff that I have no idea of so uh, that'd just be fake and really shitty of me but best of luck to the girls playing in the Tasha Gale Cup biggest game of their career as well by a country mile with, which I'm sure there'll be a lot of people and coaches from the NRLW that'll be keeping a very very close eye on that contest so best of luck to the girls as well apologies I couldn't give you more of an analysis on that but it is what it is uh, I've only got two two eyes and only a certain amount of time unfortunately so best of luck to all the boys and girls playing in their grand finals tomorrow afternoon mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 